Hello there, and welcome back to episode 32 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. This is the first episode for me post-vacation, so we are going to talk a little bit about vacation uh, and relate it to food. So if you are an awesome human who tracks your macros or who just tracks your food in general, then this is for you. If you are somebody who likes to travel, this is for you. If you are somebody who likes to eat some good shit, this is for you. So without further ado, go grab some good shit, like a nice warm cup of coffee, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, so first off, if you have never been to Charleston, South Carolina, I 1000% recommend you adding that onto your list of trips, especially if you are like me and you love to travel, but you haven't really done much of it in, I don't know, just over a year or so, then uh, I would add that to your list. I think it is a awesome city to explore during springtime. Uh, So if you are listening to this on launch date, then you kind of have an idea as to when this was. But uh, the fiance and I went there um, the second week of May and it was it was fantastic. The weather was fantastic. The food was spectacular. Um, I honestly could not recommend going there more. So add that to the mother effing list. (laughs) But Let's talk about food as we travel, no matter where you are going. Now, I am going to relate this a lot to me because, well, this is my podcast. And I do think that sometimes it helps to hear how does this person do it? Like, what do they do? And I I don't really like to call myself an expert, but I guess I should. How does this expert uh, treat nutrition when they are away from home or away from their own kitchen? So first off, I do want you to know that I do normally track food somewhat regularly when I am home. I say somewhat because I normally track food about five days a week um, and maybe even five and a half or so. I try on the weekends. Um, if we are like going out for to get food or ordering food, then I don't really track that. And on that day, I will try to either get a good estimate and measure out what my breakfast is for say or I let's say we went out for breakfast for dinner I might just be like okay I ate a lot of protein at breakfast I need some carbs or whatever it is and just take that kind of mindful approach but I do think it is also important to understand that I have spent years years and years and years working with nutrition for my personal self I've built a lifestyle. I've taken my yogic philosophy from the mat to plate for myself and for clients as well. 
So there is a reason why I choose not to track whenever I am traveling. And to be quite honest, I really don't care what anybody says. I do think it is hard to track your food whenever you are traveling. I have had clients before. There are like these little travel scales, if you will. Um, They look pretty cool, to be honest. And if I was still traveling a lot for work, then I would probably invest in one. But if you're going away for four days, um, my personal opinion is don't stress it. Don't, Don't worry about ordering a scale and measuring whenever you're out at a restaurant or something like that. Now, if you're away for work for a week and you're going to be eating in your hotel a lot and things like that, then sure, by all means, do it. But if you're going to get a mental break, well, then let's take a, a, a break, right? But to a point, I'm speaking out of both ends of my mouth, I guess, because in my opinion, if you are consuming food in a healthy way from gut to mind on the regular you are then not going to go on vacation and want to just crush ice cream for breakfast every single day. You're going to have developed a mindset where you know what kind of fuel your body needs that you also like and that what kind of fuel your body might not necessarily need but that your mind also likes. So uh, there are a few things to think about whenever you are traveling. And I'm first going to start with this idea of packing protein. So whenever I travel, I literally pack like I'm packing my clothes some protein. Sometimes, depending as to how long I am gone, I will pack protein powder. But I most definitely stock up on some protein bars. And my reason for being is it's an easy thing for me to throw into my purse. It is very easy if I plan on waking up and doing something before going out. Like um, I would, I think we had one day whenever we were in Charleston where we woke up, uh, I wanted to go to a yoga studio. Uh, I tried to drop in to at least one studio every time I travel and we wanted to get breakfast after So I woke up, I was kind of getting ready, ate a protein bar before going to the studio. Uh, I knew that we were not really going to be eating our brunch kind of meal that we had until like 1 p.m. And I was like, okay, you need to get something in your system. So it was very easy. Uh, It prevented us from having to wake up like in another hour earlier. We kind of soaked in some sleep in time, if you will. So I do 100% recommend packing your protein. Also, if you are staying in something like a Airbnb, um, and I guess some hotels too, uh, you might have a fridge. So if there is a cold protein snack that you like, pack it. How many times do you go back to your hotel or wherever you're staying and you get there at, let's say, I don't know, anywhere from two in the afternoon to five? And you're like, okay, we have an hour to two hours to just kind of chill, change clothes, whatever it may be, before maybe you're planning to go out to a nice dinner. Yet you are already hungry. (laughs) So it's like 2.30 in the afternoon, you're hungry, and your dinner reservation is until 7. That is such an easy way to just grab the little snack that you have. And guess what? You're also saving some money, right? If you're like me, I, I like to... I like to eat, so I spend a lot of money on food whenever I travel. So save a few freaking bucks there and win-win, right? So number one, pack your protein. My second tip for nutrition whenever you are traveling 
is to not be afraid of substituting. Meaning that whenever you are at a restaurant, you are a paying customer. Ask for dressing on the side. Add some veggies from a different menu item. Or take off the shit that you don't like. Just remember to not be an asshole as you are doing it. I do truly think that if you are just being like a little dickhead as you're ordering and your order is so complex, you, that yeah, you're probably going to get the maybe the spit on the food or maybe you will just get the not so nice prepared meal, right? So just be nice as you're making all of your accommodations. And I'm actually going to pick on, I'm sorry if you can like hear me tapping, but I'm sliding through on my phone. So all of my one-on-one nutrition clients are in a group that I like call Yogis Who Eat. And this past vacation, every day I dropped a tip while I was out. Sometimes I took a picture and I just kind of explained what was my thought process, was what I ordered. Uh, one of them was a very detailed uh, description about alcohol and how it impacts your body and how, how and why it is not good in ways that you might not know, like in regards to your muscles, um, and why I still drink it. <laughs> so I... Uh, This travel tip, though, that I gave them was in regards to substitutions, and this is what I wrote. This order came as bread. Oh, this was for breakfast. Sorry. This order came as bread, cream cheese, and smoked salmon. That was it. For me, from tracking for years, I would guess that this means the meal had about 15 grams of protein with carbs, but no veggies, so no what I like to call wholesome carbs. So I switched it up. I added two whole eggs and an avocado. And then I also got a side of their seasonal veggies. Now, some of the other things that I did to kind of preserve in other areas or to make the meal something that I knew I would like how it tasted and I would also like how it made my belly feel was I got light cream cheese. Um, I saw that they gave me an entire half of an avocado which for me is a lot. So I ate half of the half. And not because I was like, oh, this is a lot. I need to measure this out. I literally just, I was kind of eating it as if it was a pizza, if you will. And I just put little pieces of avocado on each bite. And by the time I got to the end, I still had about half of the serving that they gave me left. So I basically just threw it on Matt's plate and said, here you go. And then the other parts, I was like, I'm on vacation. If I, if I want this much cream cheese, I'm going to eat it. I want this much of this. I'm going to eat it. I didn't, I just didn't care. I didn't care about measuring out what kind of, looking at what kind of oils the vegetables had on them or anything like that. But whenever I looked at the meal that I wanted, because I really just wanted smoked salmon, I was like, dang, this is literally just bread, cream cheese, and salmon. That is it. I decided that I wanted vegetables the day before Matt and I had drank a lot of alcohol. It was his birthday. And I was like, I I just want a freaking vegetable. So I got that as a side. I also made sure that I got the veggies that I liked. So there were um, like some Brussels sprouts and some squash in it. So I had that on the side. And I, like I told you, I ate it like a pizza. So I just continued to put on a little veggie on each bite. And it was phenomenal. Um, I love me some egg yolk. So I got two of those and uh, called it a day, right? So my point of reading off part of what I gave my group was to not be afraid of substituting. Change the meal however you would like. 
make it something that your mind actually wants. For me, that was the smoked salmon. And then also acknowledge what does your body need to fulfill whatever goals you have. And please note that your goal might be to just feel better. So for me, I drank a lot the day before. I was not feeling my best. I knew that there were certain foods that my body wanted, especially because we really didn't eat that many carbs the day before. We ate a ton of protein. We didn't have that many carbs to eat. If anything, I did drink the carbs, but I did not eat the carbs. So I knew that my body was kind of like craving just a good carb. So I found a vegetable that I liked. Do not be afraid to substitute. My next tip in regards to nutrition while you are traveling is to move, which I know some of you might just roll your eyes as I say that, but nutrition is just as much about, well, I guess not just as much. That's wrong. Nutrition is about your plate, but also how your body is moving. It's safe to assume that you're eating more calories when you're out and about. From the extra oils being used in the kitchen to maybe sampling your buddy's plate, your calories are up. And to be honest, who really cares, right? You're on vacation. You're traveling. You're having fun. Who cares that you are eating more calories? You're away, but also note that there is nothing wrong in wanting to maintain the healthy lifestyle or the awesome feelings that you have whenever you're at home. So whenever you're away, continue to move. Don't be extremely sedentary. Maybe you drop into a yoga class. Maybe you walk instead of Uber. Uh, Do a bodyweight workout from your home. Go for a run, something like that. I can tell you, Matt and I packed some kettlebells and we actually ended up not using them during our trip. We did not get in any form of what I would call a workout whatsoever. But we did, one day we walked a total of, I think it was like nine miles or something like that. Um, I still did yoga every single day. Two of the days was inside our Airbnb and one was going to a yoga studio. Um, What else did we do? Oh, uh, we both went for a run on one day. So we were still making sure that our bodies were moving. There was one time whenever we saw that we could Uber and we were like, you know what? It's a mile walk. The weather is phenomenal. Like if Matt was not sweating whenever we were walking and I was not cold to where I had to put on a jacket, like that literally means that the weather was freaking perfect, right? So my point is don't feel like you have to maintain your exact workout routine that you're doing at home. But don't also feel like it is a bad thing to get moving while you are away. Let your body counter whatever it is that you're feeling. Even if it is that you really are hungover and you're like, damn it, I still have another day here and my body kind of wants to just lay in bed, but my mind is telling me that I want to go explore the city and I want to go be with my friends. Get up, go for a walk before you go and even see them. Just get your body moving. Drink some water while you're doing it. Eat that protein bar, whatever it is, right? And then last but not least is to drink water, which again, I know a lot of you probably just rolled your eyes at me, but I personally recommend to people, especially if you are drinking, to drink a glass of water as soon as you sit down before you even take a sip of your uh, alcoholic beverage. Drink a whole glass of water. 
and make sure that as you continue to order alcoholic beverages, you are still drinking a glass of water per each one. Especially whenever you're at a restaurant and that glass of water is something that is a lot smaller than the H2O that you normally consume. There are other tips and tricks that uh, if you have questions, I do recommend uh, send me a direct message. Um, if you're looking to work with somebody, I would love to do so. I, um, I try to challenge my clients in very different ways. One of them just recently went on a vacation and I gave her different mantras to connect to in regarding nutrition while she was away. And yes, one of them was to eat something like ice cream. Like that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I am actually a believer of the thought process or the mentality of viewing food as not good or bad, but just food. That's just what it is. You might know that there are some foods that make you feel better than others, and it is my job to help you then understand that. Again, to recap though, four tips in regards to nutrition when you are traveling. Number one, pack the protein. Number two, don't be afraid to substitute. Number three, move. And number four, drink yo water. Last but not least, if you are someone that has been thinking about working with a nutrition coach one-on-one, peep the show notes, click the link, and use the code YOGISWHOEAT. That will save you 10% on your first three months of nutrition coaching with yours truly. Also in the show notes, you can see the links to both the Instagram accounts, either at Caffeinated Yogi Talks, which is the podcast in general or the podcast account, and at Danielle the Yogi, my personal account, which is spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, the Yogi. If you found any and all value here, maybe take a screenshot of this episode and tag either one of those accounts on your Instagram. That will only help my exposure. Or if you're feeling really spunky, maybe go ahead and give this show a review. As always, thank you so, so, so much for listening. And until next time, namaste and slay boothang. <laughs>